to the Lord Jehovah has spoken with me. The Lord Jehovah is the tremendous God of Israel, the creator of all the universe, the creator of the heaven and the earth. He has spoken with me in a very, very critical conversation that I want to share with you at this hour. And if I do so, I want, first of all, to congratulate uh, uh, Senior Bishop-elect uh, Anit, who is uh, taken off the Mazari North Altar this morning. Yesterday, she was installed by the Senior Archbishop. And I congratulate her and wish her a very wonderful and blessed history in preparing the church. Anita has been very instrumental in establishing the church in uh, Dubai. Uh, and then now she's here at Madari North. And so may the Lord bless you. And also to acknowledge receiving uh, email from uh, the saints that are tuned in from uh, Chicago, Illinois, and all over the world. I know Australia is tuned in. I know there's Rachel Carter and the team in Chicago, Illinois. May the Lord bless you even as you tune in. It looks like the entire world is eventually on board. But I want to share with you, precious people, on this very, very critical conversation that the Lord has had with me. And I know that uh, you're in your churches, you're going to begin your morning services today. And I bless the church, I bless you all before I share this uh, very crucial uh, conversation from the Lord. I bless the senior bishops that were here yesterday, had fellowship with me here, and those that were here uh, the other weekend, and bless your churches. But in this conversation, precious people, those are tuned in from home in different countries, different time zones, South Korea, and also tuned in in the respective churches and altars. The Lord Jehovah has spoken with me. The mighty God of Israel, the God of heaven, has spoken with me in this conversation. And in this talk and messaging to the church, the Lord, this time around, he let me stand on the earth here in the dream, I was standing on the earth here, and God the Father himself to look up towards the sky, and he allowed my eyes, he allowed me to see very deep beyond, all through the universe and beyond the universe. Again, in this conversation, the Lord Jehovah, this time around, he made me stand on the earth in that dream, and in this dream, as I, as I stood here on the earth, he allowed me, he instructed me, God the Father, and allowed me to look up into the sky. And when I looked up into the sky, he permitted my vision, my sight, to see through the universe and beyond the universe. And he made it in such a way that my vision, I was looking through like a corridor. It was like a corridor I was looking through, and it was quite high up high. And reaching up there, I saw the glory of the Lord beyond the universe. I saw the glory of the Lord. The radiance and uh, the brilliance 
and the splendor of the glory of the Lord was radiating after the corridor he opened for me to see through. Again, standing on the earth in that dream, God the Father commands me, he instructs me to look up. And he created what appeared like a corridor, and I saw across the sky, deep into the universe and beyond, and where that corridor he set ended, I could see the radiance and the glory of the Lord. I could see the splendor and the sparkling and the might of God's glory end of that corridor. It was as though one goes through a corridor, then comes to an end of it, and you enter in the different expanse. And inside there, then he wrote. He wrote, he placed the writing where the glory was, and the writing was written, Heaven, in capital letters. Heaven. And then after that, I woke up blessed people. And then I understood the message that the Lord is asking me to bring to the nations of the earth, to bring to the four corners of the earth. I understood that the Lord Jehovah has spoken in a very critical way this generation. And that's what I want to share with you a little bit this morning before you begin your church services in Kenya here and many other nations tuned in. And for those of you who have completed your church services in Australia and South Korea and parts of China towards the east, you too can partake into this message. Now, why has the Lord shown me heaven? Many times he has taken me into heaven, but this time around it's amazing because just recently he again stood me here on the earth and then he showed me the splendor of the new Jerusalem, the city of the new Jerusalem, and how the glow of the glory and the splendor and the radiance and the spectacular was glowing through the clouds. You could see where the clouds separate, the different clusters of clouds separate the sutures, like fault lines, the glory of that wonderful city radiating through. Just recently, there was that conversation where he stood me on the earth and he showed me the spectacular, the awesome city of New Jerusalem, the home of the righteous. Your future home, all of you that are settled into churches now, all of you that are born again, the future home of you, the born again, the righteous, the holy Christians, the holy believers, those that walk in righteousness. And then now today again, he allows me to stand on the earth and permit my vision, my sight, my eyes to see beyond the clouds, beyond the expanse of the space, and deep above the universe, until the radiance of the glory and the splendor and the brilliance of the authority of his glory all the way at the end of that corridor. And then he puts the writing, the writing in capital letters, written, Heaven. So blessed people, we know very clearly the Lord has sent me to prepare the four ends of the earth, to prepare this universe, to prepare mankind, for the glorious kingdom of God. That is absolutely apparent and very clear across the four ends of the earth at this hour. The Bible promised that this messenger speaking with you would come. 
But now you see that the formation in which he has come is what defines the sovereignty of the Lord Jehovah and also defines the moment, the critical end-time events that are coming, formation that you see. Now there are two prophets walking here. Yesterday they had a conversation, the day before this night, they had a conversation. This past night also the two prophets had a conversation here. Everybody is aware they are standing before the Lord. You saw the visitation at Central Park, Nairobi. And the cloud of God has settled on them. That is God, Jehovah, Yahweh, God the Father, the Lord God himself. These visitations are promised in the Bible. This hour is promised in the Bible. But most importantly, the message that these two messengers bring to the church, the message of prepare the way for the glorious kingdom of God is near. Prepare the way for the glorious kingdom of heaven is near. Heaven, blessed people, is where God himself lives. And we know that Christ Jesus himself, upon accomplishing his mission, the mission of the Lord on the earth here, that Christ Jesus himself ascended into heaven. Jesus is in heaven preparing a place for all of us to live. In heaven, all the people who are born again and holy, those born of God, those Christians that will be righteous, will have new bodies in heaven. They will go to live in heaven. That is what the Lord has shown me. That is the message he has brought to you today. But those of you that will enter heaven, those who love the kingdom of God, love Christ so much as to follow him, that is where you will live. And so the kingdom of heaven, he wrote heaven, meaning go and announce to them about this kingdom and tell them that the kingdom of heaven is ready. In other words, has drawn nearer than you ever thought. And there you will have new bodies, blessed people that are seated in churches, without the curse of sin. You will not have the curse of sin. There will be no blind people there. There won't be cripples there. There will not be cancer there. There will not be lame people there. You can read the book of Isaiah chapter 35, verses 4 all the way to verse 6. Philippians chapter 3, verse 20 to 21, he says, Our citizenship belongs to heaven. You that are seated in churches, blessed people, and those in Australia, probably this has found you at home. He says that we do not belong to this world. And so this is a tremendous message the Lord has brought to this generation at this hour, in this time, to let you know that your future home, your eternal home, where you will stay forever and ever, forever, that home is now ready. And that can only tell you the coming of the Messiah is near, has drawn nigh. No blind, no death, and Jesus has gone there to prepare a place for you inside heaven. 
in Hebrew, the word heaven. Heaven is derived from the root word shamiim, shamaim, shamiim, which essentially means God's dwelling place. So heaven is a place where new believers that are devout, those that will choose righteousness at this hour, those that will choose holiness at this hour, you will go and meet God face to face. I know you are seated in your churches. You came to church today because you want that one day, when it's all said and done, you may find yourself in the eternal, glorious kingdom of God in heaven. And the opposite of that, the opposite direction is hell. The inferno of hell, infierno in Spanish. And this, uh, so this is a very critical message to you, blessed people, this generation, to all the nations of the earth that are tuned in. Before you begin your Sunday services, what an awesome message that the ultimate, the ultimate reason for which you are in the church, God speaks about it and hopes from heaven, and then now you receive this tremendous message, which is your ultimate objective in seeking or sitting in that church. What an awesome church where you are now. Because you go to many other churches where there are different agendas. But I'm talking about now the church of God, where he has sent his mighty messengers. And you wake up in the morning, you go to church and you hear that the Lord God from heaven has spoken about heaven. And essentially about your entry, about your eternity into that kingdom of heaven. You know too well that every time there is a kingdom, or there is a government, or there is a country, a nation, that that kingdom, the image of that kingdom, is essentially reflected from the king. The king normally becomes the image of that kingdom. If you go to a country, it is essentially the, the, the image of the leadership, the president, the prime minister, the, 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 the chief minister, whoever it is, that normally portray the project image of that kingdom, the king. And here, we know too well that from the Hebrew word, from the Hebrew word, it says, Shamiim, meaning the dwelling place of God. That means even as we go to heaven, as you prepare to go to heaven, heaven is a place where now the image of the kingdom of God is from none other than God Yahweh himself. And it follows suit that even the kingdom, even the, the image of the subject of that kingdom is derived from the image of the king. And so it's actually the Lord is saying that even those that are, according to Philippians chapter 3, verse 20, that your citizenship is in heaven, those that are citizens of the kingdom of God in heaven, he's saying you must endeavor by the help of the Holy Spirit to attain the image of the kingdom of heaven, of the king of that kingdom. And if the Bible says, and if the Lord says, be holy for I am holy. Then you understand that the Lord is drawing your attention. He's soliciting for your soul 
You're soliciting your mind and your patience with the fact that the image of the kingdom of heaven is holiness. With an awesome morning here. And the Bible says, the Lord has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom rule over all. The book of Psalm 103, verse 19. God's throne is in heaven. Sometimes you hear it called, uh, called the mountain of God. The prophet Ezekiel presented the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, as the mountain of God, but essentially saying the dwelling place of God. That is what the Lord. Whatever our ranking and caliber and the spectrum of society that is assembled this morning, he say our primary objective this morning is to aspire to enter the glorious kingdom of heaven. I have seen heaven. The Lord has shown me heaven this morning. The Lord has shown me his glorious kingdom in heaven the splendor and the radiance and the brilliance of his glory. And therefore now, he is trumpeting to the ends of the earth that prepare ye for the kingdom of heaven is near. The kingdom of God. So this is an everlasting kingdom, an endless kingdom. Jesus himself was raised from the dead and he went into heaven. Man of Galilee, why do you stand here gazing up into heaven? Vincent Jesus, who was taken up from you into heaven, will come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. The book of Acts chapter 1 verse 11. Jesus is in heaven. That is where you'll meet God face to face. You'll meet the Lord Jesus, our precious Savior, face to face. And at that time, all things will be new. New bodies. New home. New life. A new family. No more tears. No more sorrow. No more mourning. No more pain. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, no more sorrow, no crying, no pain. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Revelation chapter 21, he says so, verse 4. This is what the Lord has shown me and sent me to transmit to you. The place where there will be perfect peace, the perfect law will reign in heaven. Perfect peace, a perfect life is in heaven. No more suffering, no pain, no, no sin, and therefore no death. 
And so the Lord is actually exhorting you now. He's encouraging you now to pursue the things that will help you to enter the glorious kingdom of heaven. If you say it is the home of the righteous, then receive Jesus and be born again. Be born again this morning here in second time. And whatever the time in your zone, be born again proper by receiving Christ Jesus, by being baptized proper in complete immersion of water like Jesus was to fulfill all righteousness and choose holiness that the Holy Spirit may now enable you to score the benchmarks of heaven. Without holiness, nobody will see the Lord. The kingdom of heaven. God has shown me heaven and sent me to you. And he wrote up there in capital letters, huge writing, written heaven. And I saw the splendor and the radiance and the brilliance of his glory. It's a place nobody would ever dream, would ever dream to miss. What an opportunity right before you, laid before you this morning. The kingdom of heaven, how awesome. And he says, and many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, come to everlasting life, and others to shame and everlasting contempt. The book of Daniel chapter 12. You can read verse 1 to 4. I've read verse 2. He says, those who are wise will shine like the splendor of the heaven. And those who lead many to righteousness, he says, like the stars forever. Daniel chapter 12, 4 and 3. Where again he's talking about the entry of the church into the glorious kingdom of heaven. So he's exhorting you. He's actually summoning you, renditioning your attention to the need to be righteous, to the need to be wise. What does he mean by wise? The Bible says, for the fear of God is wisdom. So you have a real opportunity this morning to choose the fear of God. And the fear of God is not some lofty aspiration. It's not, it's not some, something you desire that you cannot achieve, you cannot reach. Those who are born again and walk in the fear of God and love Christ, they will walk in the fear of God. If you say you have received the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, my best friend, my only friend, will always need the believer to reveal in law Christ to him. The holiness of Christ will reveal more and more of the holiness of Christ to you. So the fear of God is not some, some very far off aspiration. Every can achieve the fear of God. And the fear of God you sin in the way you execute your Christian lifestyle. It's a no, I don't want to do so because I fear the Lord. No, I don't want to take this phone call because I fear the Lord. I want to live in the fear of God. I fear God. I don't want to go into sexual immorality because I fear God. You don't say, I don't want to go into sexual immorality because I fear HIV AIDS. 
No. He says, because I fear the Lord. What an awesome kingdom he has laid before you. What an opportunity. And he's saying, going to heaven is not an obvious thing. It's not obvious. And he says, but there shall by no means enter it anything that is defiled or that defiles and causes an abomination or a lie. But only those whose names are written in the book of life that belongs to the name of God. Revelation chapter 21. Read it all after 27. He says, the biggest benchmark, the biggest standard for you to enter the kingdom of heaven, the place that God has shown me, is that your name be found written in the book of life. Then what does it take for your name to be found in the book of life? That book of life is the ledger, is the register of the, of the righteous, of the citizens of the kingdom of God. If you're in Kenya here, you could say that is the electronic register, the Udua number for those who are citizens of the kingdom of God. Udua number. And he's saying that there are few in Kharis who have not soiled their garments, they have maintained their garments, fine as linen, bright and clean. And he says, and I will not erase their names from the book of life. I will maintain their names in the register of the citizens of heaven. Therefore, he's saying, fine as linen, bright and clean, is the righteousness of the saints of the church, of the believer, of the Christian, Christ follower. The kingdom of heaven. Beloved people. He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Then he centers righteousness at the very core of your worship experience. I have seen heaven, blessed people. The Lord has already shown me heaven. The Lord has shown me heaven. The other day, he showed me the radiant city of Jerusalem. Awesome! Nobody ever wants to miss what I have seen. Nobody wants to miss the kingdom of heaven. The new Jerusalem with the splendor, the streets of gold, and all these things. The presence of God, eternal peace, eternal joy. If you read the Bible, in the book of Matthew 25, it says it's like a wedding banquet, a wedding feast, a non-stop celebration before the Lord himself, an eternal celebration. You finish the morning session of celebration, people go into their mansion, into their rooms that Jesus went to prepare, and then after that, prepare for the evening celebration. Again, before the Lord, celebration worship. Non-stop celebration. And the opposite is non-stop torment in hell. Where the devil and his demons will be judged. 
for the choice for heaven ought to be obvious and apparent to this generation. Heaven is the place that every single person would love to be. I have seen heaven, and I am now coming to you this morning, before you begin your services this morning, to let you know that the Lord has transmitted a message to you. He is now beckoning you. Heaven is beckoning you to prepare to come in. That means heaven is prepared to receive you. That means make sure that you fulfill all right. If only choose the things that please God. Because I promise you one the Lord God, my sender, he is holy. And if the word says, be holy, for I am holy. And if the word says, for without holiness, nobody will see the Lord. Then for sure, that word will be fulfilled on the day. I have seen heaven. Blessed people, prepare ye the way of the Lord. The Messiah is coming to take his bride, to take the holy church into his glorious kingdom of heaven. May the Lord help you. May your wisdom not fail you. May you walk in the fear of God, whether you're a professor of the university, professor of law, professor of medicine, or you are engineers, your plumbers, you are architects, whatever the profession, whether you are just a village woman, a village boy, you are not educated, but you prepare and enter heaven. The only requirement here is that you receive Jesus, Christ Jesus, as Lord and Savior, and be holy. What an awesome opportunity God has made before this generation. So may the Lord bless you. I want to bless the senior archbishop and all the bishops that came from the respective jurisdictions I met yesterday and last week, and all the congregations under you, the senior pastors. And again, I congratulate senior bishop-elect Anita. Anita, the one that has taken over Mazare North at this hour. And I bless all of you, even Rachel Carter in Illinois, Chicago. I received your message. And all those from Australia, from South Korea, from Europe, all the nations that are tuned in, the island of Jamaica, all the islands, the Caribbean, all those that are tuned in and have communicated with us this morning. I bless you all that one day we may all meet in heaven and celebrate, celebrate the feast of the Lamb of God. The feast of the wedding of the Lamb. The wedding dinner, the wedding supper of the Lamb. Say, I shall not drink of the cup of the vine again until I enter heaven. I bless you all, the church in China, New Zealand, and all the nations. The Messiah is coming. Please prepare the way. This is the one about whom the Bible wrote. That in the last days I will send you the messenger. The one that will prepare and restore all things before the coming of the dreadful day of the Lord before the coming of the Messiah, the King of Kings, and the Lord of all Lords. Jesus is coming. How awesome 
the Messiah is coming. The Lord is coming to take the Holy Church. May the Lord bless you. Todaraba. Baruch Hashem. Todaraba Beril. Toda Shalom. Boker Tov.